Welcome back, everyone, to Relax and Listen, where Josh is about to speak some recent gaming news. E3 weeks, so that means new game announcements, potential hype. According to Video Game Chronicles, Activision is going to show off the next, reportedly, World War II COD in a Warzone event during summertime, because that's her moneymaker mode right there. Another thing that's said is a completely new Warzone map will be coming that's World War II centric. Sledgehammer learned from the mistakes of Treyarch's Cold War and will improve the implementation mechanics of Warzone's content and guns in Vanguard, the supposed name for the next COD. If rumors are true, then we'll see the return of Modern Warfare 2's multiplayer and replacement of Vanguard's since it looks like there are some issues going on behind the development scene. While it does sound great, I'll hold off any hope until we get official confirmation from Activision. Then again, I remembered what they did to COD 4 multiplayer and completely revamped it to be monetizable with those stupid ass loot box additions to a game that didn't have it in the first place. Also, them making you pay for the entire DLC maps for $15 was disgusting. Just a complete different game, it wasn't the same. It hurt me a lot because I basically grew my appreciation for COD on that game for them to spit on my face and cough up the dough. If this turns out to be true, then what's to say they won't do the same for Modern Warfare 2? I love Modern Warfare 2, even with the stupid ass danger close new tubes off the spawn and whatnot. However, I do not trust the higher ups to make any good decision in excluding microtransactions, battle passes, whatever, cause fuck you give me money. We'll find out eventually in Warzone. The most notable announcements that came out of Summer Game Fest for me is Elden Ring, Death Stranding Director's Cut, Planet Lana, and 2B being in Fall Guys. My overall impression of the event, I found that the pacing was inconsistent at times from the interviews seemingly there just to be there. Some reveals are shorter than others while many of the titles shown weren't mind-blowing. A fine experience that wasn't jaw-dropping. All we have to go on is seemingly hints will play an Aspire Metal Gear Solid mode of some sorts that'll help us sneak around, especially considering the music that was played during the trailer had those vibes. Those are my guesses though, as we'll have to wait a few weeks before they give out details. I did like the stylization and concept of Planet Lana traversing on an uninhabited Earth before the Death Star obliterates what's left. It's been a minute since I played Fall Guys, so with the inclusion of 2B from Nier Automata, I probably should get back into it. The Elden Ring footage looked really bombastic on its combat and world without getting into the technical stuff. Visually, it looks great. The fact it already has a release date, January 21st, 2022, with the way it's been quiet ever since its announcement, goes to show you that whoever instructs a developer to rush a game or to show it off already, don't really have a clue what it takes to create a game. Depending on how long it's been, you could consider. I'd rather have some silence and then, when it's all said and done, give me an official date so I can wholeheartedly enjoy the full experience instead of what could have been, a phrase I'm so sick of hearing about. Okay, Mario and the Rabbids gets their sequel of the tactical RPG called Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. We're getting new characters 
and expanded formula of the tactical RPG, and the name of the main baddie is Cursa. I do like the locations they offered so far, and the addition of that cinematic trailer was a sight to see. I've enjoyed the first, as I didn't really think the rabbits were annoying. In fact, I felt they were toned down a bit. I didn't watch Ubisoft though, because, again, those sexual allegations on the record, plus, they're not going to do anything at all, unless we hold the higher-ups accountable, so... Hashtag hold Ubisoft accountable. I did my best to watch Xbox Bethesda's conference while I was at work. I thought that the pace and the presentation was good. They did show gameplay, a few minor CG trailers here and there. All I cared for was just seeing gameplay in motion because that's why you watch these events, obviously. Maybe for the new memes too. Off the bat, Starfield showed a slight teaser of what the game will be like. Explore the galaxy from planet to planet, and that's all we know so far. What we do know is confirmed that it is exclusive for Xbox coming out 11-11-22. Let's see what Bethesda's new IP can cook up. The Left 4 Dead creators will release Back for Blood on October 12th, which looks pretty fun as you work together with teammates so you don't get sworn by the infected running and gunning. Battlefield 2042 looks epic with the big open spaces and complete and utter destruction. Stalker 2 does look fantastic from the gameplay, graphics, and the little horror elements it showed. Plus, that Wonder Waffle gun was pretty dope that chills well with that gloomy storm it showed. After for what felt like an eternity, Psychonauts 2 has a release date August 25th, 2021. An absolute luscious looking platformer by the looks of it has charm. Trippy by some of the visuals like I'm high on drugs, I'm psyched to try it. Among Us will soon have 15 player lobbies with 3 imposters thrown into the mix. It'll be a nightmare talking to 14 others at the same time if you have friends. I gotta say, if you haven't checked out the Outer Worlds 2 trailer, then you must. That alone was arguably best thing ever to convince me to buy the game as it was so truthful. Atomic Heart is so chaotic, I don't know what the fuck is happening. But the premise intrigues me by the sheer mystery of what it is. Party animals is like when you come up with a crazy idea, and then take Little Big Planet's physics, then apply it to a beat em up with plushies. The single player of Playtale Innocence will be getting a sequel called Requiem next year. Forza Horizon 5 looks fucking gorgeous. They're able to replicate the geometry of terrain, cities, lighting, and cars to the T, which makes driving really engaging to view your surroundings. Out November 9th, 2021. Halo Infinite. Wow. It does seem like they really took many of the feedback from last year and changed some aspects of it. People pointed out Chief's armor being detailed and damaged. The multiplayer having those sandbox maps that allows players to experiment with the guns they can pick up. Vehicles you can move around. The new gadgets you can use like the grapple or barrier to see how you can utilize them in any given situation while moving at high speeds, etc. However, I just wanted to talk about that story trailer. It sets the tone right. The music from the beginning, how Chief interacts with the dead human soldiers, gently moving them compared to the covenant ones he throws out of his way. Then, him hearing Cortana's past voice about dying or whatever really touched my heart. Just that whole transition from him in outer space, going inside the shuttle, was well executed. Then we meet this new AI that looks like Cortana, but isn't. Apparently she's dead or deleted, as she put it. The implication being the AI will be the new voice for Chief during the journey. The Halo 3 feels is coming back. The strange thing, no release date, but a vague holiday 2021. Though somebody on PC Gamer said potentially November 15th, since that's Combat Evolves 20th anniversary. 
which I wouldn't doubt it to be true. Now, to make it quick, I did watch some of the other conferences. Let's go down the list. Gearbox. Fuck all. Devolver. Skits that still make fun of the industry, with none of the games appealing to me. PC gaming show. Some nice indies. I am interested in Mech Warriors 5 Mercenaries, though it was plagued by the amount of skits they kept showing which... Why is this a thing? Square Enix. Guardians of the Galaxy looks better than Marvel's Avengers, but that's not saying a whole lot. Babylon's Fall looks even worse somehow. Give me back 2019's teaser. Final Fantasy 1 and 6 are all getting released on mobile and Steam, but not on the Switch for some reason. And Chaos, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins by Team Ninja, which takes Neo, Souls gameplay elements and brings it over, dark tone with bloody combat, at the expense of repetitive dialogue, graphics that were enhanced on PS3 to be put on next gens that is not a technical masterpiece to say the least, and the demo being corrupted for others, giving them no chance to actually give feedback on the damn thing. Must be the work of chaos. Capcom was like, we're here. We have zero games, so why not waste more of your time by watching the games you already know are out or will come out soon? We gotta try to upstage Gearbox too. Last but certainly not least, Nintendo for today's podcast. Kasuya from Tekken will be headed to Smash as this motherfucker will kill and sacrifice anyone who gets in his way. We'll get more info on him June 28th. Life is Strange True Colors looks great, as does the remastered games. I'll be buying them anyway. Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania comes out October 5th, 2021. Remastered of 1, 2, and Deluxe. Mario Party Superstars will feature 100 minigames throughout the entire series, updated or redone, for the Switch. That will include online functionality, so you can play with strangers or your friends, so you can ruin your friendships. It'll be out October 29th, 2021. Day 1 purchase for me. Metroid 5 Dread is a new 2D game, out for October 8th, 2021. For those of you who are Metroid fans, more power to ya. I hope it's a banger. Cruisin' Blast Arcade Racer is headed to Switch fall of this year. WarioWare Get It Together, a new game in the series releases September 10th, 2021. The most I've ever heard Wario speak. Shin Megami Tensei 5 is out November 12th, 2021, as we have to kill demons like Velvet from Bitseria. And we have Breath of the Wild 2, which they did show snippets of gameplay and the story. As you can imagine, it's beautiful and open as it can be. Link's hair looks a bit weird to me, but the overall tone and feel they showed is undeniably fantastic. Supposedly it's out 2022, as the case for many of these titles. 2022 is about to be a big year for games by the sound of it. We'll have to see. Interesting how they didn't show any Bayonetta 3 stuff yet, and it's been three years since it was first announced. It's worrisome. Alright ladies and gentlemen, I'm not gonna do any releases for this week. Because, obviously, we have E3, so there's enough hype to go around. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. You all stay safe, you be beautiful, and remember, just relax, live your life, and do your best every single day. I'll talk to you next week. Peace.